We have big stories and we have people to talk about them. Kelly Harris, principal at Harris Public Affairs, talking and joining us from the right side of our list tonight. Kelly, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Arlene? I'm good. I'm good, I think. I'm, I'm, although in this crazy world, who knows? Kelly, let's begin. I find this, and I can't believe I'm finding this fascinating, but the Emergencies Act, as we're getting ready for these hearings to begin, the landscape has changed so much, and everybody's got something to prove. Kelly, earlier we ran a, a clip from uh, Justin Trudeau really laying it on, all the words, trying to sound calm, and he's got a. He's got to come forward and make it look like this was the only way to go. And then we have the conservative leader, Pierre Poliver, who may need to distance himself with the people who got him to this party. Kelly, this is complicated. It is. It's extremely complicated. And and it's interesting to see how obviously there's a, there are a number of people that are going to be speaking about the emergencies act. Was it the right thing to do? Was it the wrong thing to do? But my feeling is this is going to be the most political um, hearings that we're ever going to have in this that we were, I, that I can remember going back to the, I think the most highly charged political hearings, I would say since sponsorship. Because you've wow. got really two two parties on complete opposite ends of the spectrum on these hearings. And the people that they're going to be calling and, and every day, anything that gets said that shows a slip or that the emergency act shouldn't be, uh, it shouldn't have been used or more proof that it was an overreach by the prime minister. This is going to be banged on um, like a drum. Um, by 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 the conservatives, and anytime somebody comes out and, and and just proves how 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 messed up Ottawa was, or our border was, or the 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 symbols and the signs that we saw. I mean, we saw swastikas, right? Mm. Like that is going to be mm-hmm. that is going to be top of mind for the prime minister and the and, and the Liberal Party. This is this is going to be highly politically charged, and I'm not really sure it's going to solve anything other than show how highly partisan our two governing top governing parties are in this country right now. And then Canadians will watch it. I mean, if I lived in Ottawa, I didn't even live in Ottawa. There's going to be trauma reliving. I mean, just some of the mentions of how how something had to be done because you couldn't even rely on the tow truck drivers. They were too frightened to do it. I mean, it was a unbelievable time. And Kelly as well, some of the people who are going to testify, Pat King, who wasn't apparently part of the organizers, that's what they said during it. And now he's going to be testifying and you bet he was. His name was on the opening salvo here. So everybody at both sides, as you say, have, have got a lot at stake here. They do, and, and but I do I do believe that this will be a politically charged um, hearing, and and you, you you talk about now I've I've worked for a number of governments, um, and and I always remember working in a government town when I worked in Victoria, and being in the part being in the legislature in Victoria when there were massive protests and like taking over the lawns in front and. I, I my window opened on to the level well, didn't open, but my window was on to the front of the lawn and seeing people 
screaming at me in my window to the point where I had to pull my, my team out of their offices because they were going through the same thing. And I just said, my, my comms team, I'm like, guys, you're just going to have to work someplace else because of this. And that was just a protest. But the, 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 the convoy protest shut down our national capital. And I don't, there, there's a number of things that we could, we could bring out. There are some truths about this. One, it shut down our national capital and we should yeah. never have allowed something like that to happen. Two, the prime minister did a really poor job in reacting to the convoy and the protesters by basically just letting, like, I'm not, I'm not going to react to this. We see, have seen what has happened in other, other countries, our, our neighbors to the South, January 6th. I mean, we saw people, you know, running up uh, Capitol Hill and, and, and everything that was happening there. And yet the Canadian government, upon hearing that there was a call, like there was hundreds and hundreds of truckers coming and people coming, and not just truckers, but people coming to Ottawa to shut down Ottawa, their reaction was to do what? Absolutely nothing. So you got to, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, we're not going to get the real questions answered, I think, on this one, which is why was nothing done? Why was there no preparation? I mean, Arlene, I don't know if you were in Toronto when they said they were going to come and shut down Toronto. Yeah, I was. Well, they did. How, how, how well did they do? They, they didn't even get close to Queen no, Park. No, but they had education from what happened in Ottawa, and big stuff happened. Were the police even answering? I mean, I, we all watched video where they were handing out jerry cans. They tried it, though, a bit in Toronto. I mean, I I know people who walked along the street blocks ahead where they couldn't park, and they were walking by, and they were ripping down people's masks. They, they tried it on, but it didn't work. Well, no, it didn't work. But, again, we... we... We were told what was going to happen. We had seen evidence of these massive protests like January 6th in the States. And we and, and it just there was nothing done. Yeah. And, and that one just, you know, the joke has always been you know, the, the reason the blockade didn't work in Toronto. is how does one actually screw up Toronto traffic? It's been like that for a number of years. <laughs> they couldn't move so, around. <laughs> they could <laughs> not even, move around. And I'm telling you, problem. they couldn't get into Toronto. No, they had to park miles away. They were they were parking up near my house and having to walk walk downtown, and they they weren't very happy about it. Kelly, I I want to switch over while I have you to Hockey Canada. We talked a little bit about it. Here we have movement. Such a big story, things we don't know, a real sense underbelly here that we feel that we're about to know more and it's going to be bad. At least we have a, an acknowledgement from Hockey Canada what they were doing was just not working. Yeah, it was, we, uh, as we talked about last week and as I've talked about a number of times over the summer, it was the, the, these, this group needed to go. Um, my, the one thing I will say is with the sponsors all pulling out, I've been hearing people talk about this and I've heard it in a number of circles, um, is hockey Canada getting canceled by the sponsors. And it's, and I, and I, and I, and I just want to pull my hair out when I say that. I mean, this is, this is, this is terrible stuff that's been going on for, for so many years. 
And one of the things that I, I said to a friend of, a friend of mine who, who works for one of the sponsors, I said, how about instead of putting your money in Hockey Canada, why don't you put it into Sheldon Kennedy's group? Because yeah. uh, they could use it. And hopefully real change will happen, but I'm, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not confident that real change is going to happen here because we're talking a culture. And, and we need a culture change in, in hockey in this country um, at the, at, at the, at the low, lowest levels. And I'm talking about minor sports and such like that, but not just hockey, but minor sports in general. And, um, at, well, I'm going to be waiting with bated breath to see what they actually pull off. But, it's true. Uh, I don't... It's true. It's a big job. And, you know, they uh, we ran a clip of a hockey player. It sounded like a hockey player. What are they going to do? Are they really going to talk? And who's going to talk? We may go into some odd places, though, and some sad and disturbing places. And maybe that's what we need, though. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And I, I, I remember I remember when I was quite a young reporter and, and when the Graham James story became um, news and and Sheldon Kennedy led w- what he did to try and try and raise raise awareness of what was going on, and I can remember reading just just reading the the court transcripts of what was going on there, and, and it was just it was heart wrenching, and that was that was one person and that was well he was responsible for a lot of stuff but the and the stories that we've heard about hockey candidates, it, it reminds me, Arlene, of when we started hearing about the stories of what was going on at St. Mike's. And that yeah. is the kind of stuff we're going to be learning about. And it's going to be incredibly difficult to hear. Yeah. And it may cause a lot of parents to rethink whether or not they want their kids anywhere near these sports. And that's sad. And the allegations, the allegations are repugnant. And we know their allegations, but I've said this before. When the 2003 ones came out on the heels of 2018, I had to walk across the room and take a breath, and I've never forgotten it. We know there's allegations, but they're really ugly, and we need to do something, in my opinion, anyway. Well, we do. And Arlene, both of us have been in newsrooms before when we've heard stuff that Mm -hmm. we've had to say, okay, you know what, I just, I need to go out. Well, back in the day, just uh, you'd need to go out for a, you know, <laughs> I need to go you were going to say smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you, you have to, and it's and it's that you don't you don't even want to hear hear this stuff that's going on, and and uh, I mean working, you know, I there's so much of that in the news, but you can't you can't the greatest disinfectant is sunlight. Um, and you need to actually have some of that on places like Hockey Canada so that we can actually see what was going on so that we can try and find a way and clean this very, very, very ugly situation. Agree. Agree. Here, here, Kelly Harris, Principal at Harris Public Affairs. Thank you, Kelly. Take care. Thank you, Arlene. You too. Have a great night. I'm Arlene Bonin on point.